Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your health care provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, how is everyone doing? How was your week? I am so, I am so sorry right now. It's Saturday evening. I haven't even put down my podcast episode yet. I've just been, been in a lot of pain for this last uh, two weeks. And, and it's because I know what it is. It's because I started taking the read clip again, but I, I just can't do it. It's either had the sciatica pain all day, every day, or just deal with the uh, rested leg syndrome at night. So all I can do is what I can do. So I stopped taking it, and of course, you know, a day later, I'm starting to feel better. But other than that, I want to thank you guys for being here and being part of this podcast. I know some, some out there on other um, Facebook pages might not get anything out of this, and that's fine. I mean, you know, it, it's it's... It's meant just to give you additional information that you may not be able to come up with or find. That's all I'm doing. There's nothing really like this out there, and I'm just trying to bring it to you so you can go and do the investigating yourself. That's what it all. But that's what it's all about. So sit back here, and today's episode is going to be dealing with what we um, talked about on the last episode was what is Delta Eight and Nine. Today we're going to be talking about what is Delta Ten. So what is Delta 10 and what are the benefits, uses, and side effects? We know first there was cannabinoid CBD, then there was Delta 8 THC with a whole new set of properties to familiarize ourselves with. And now, if that wasn't enough, Delta 10 has just recently hit the scene. But before you dismiss this newly discovered cannabinoid as a fleeting trend, allow us to share everything that there is to know about it, as you may be surprised by just how much the cannabinoid is capable of giving you the effects that you've been waiting for. Keep in mind that Delta 10 and Delta 10 THC products are brand new, so there's not much yet uh, to discuss about in regards to medical research or comprehensive data pertaining to it. However, it's already gathered so much interest within the industry that we know a lot about it that can help you decide whether or not, it's worth trying. There is one thing I do want to let you know is, is be careful with these products. Um, I've heard a lot of bad things when they, you know, came out with Delta 8 and 9 and some of the side effects, and now they got Delta 10. You know, there's going to be a lot of a lot of potency there, so you just really need to be careful of what you're doing. Um, for me, if I were to buy it, I would only take maybe a quarter of it to try it out and then work myself up. I know sometimes they say take three or take four. No, don't do it. 
Bone throat is better for you to work up to the size or the amount that you need that's going to help you. Nothing more than that. But again, it's always good to get second um, second opinion, maybe from a doctor or somebody else that knows about this professionally. But just be careful. So here's history time. How was Delta 10 THC discovered? Most of the cannabinoids in the hemp plant have been known for years, as the plant has been meticulously analyzed by researchers for decades. So why haven't we heard about Delta 10 THC until now? Well, that's because it's not quite a naturally occurring hemp compound as far as we know. The origin story of Delta 10 adds to the mystery and appeal of this compound. Only recently, a group of people invested in hemp farm in the state of California to cultivate hemp and sell products. On the farm, there was already hemp that was growing throughout the property. The new landowners took this hemp to have it analyzed to learn more about its chemical composition. This is when Delta 10 was discovered. You see, shortly before the farm was purchased, it was victim of a wildfire, and the crops had been exposed to the fire retardant as a result of the previous landowner. When researchers analyzed the hemp samples, they noticed the presence of a compound that they had never noticed before, which had many characteristics in common with Delta-8 and Delta-9 THC, but with a totally unique molecular composition. The team finally determined that it was Delta-10 THC, which resulted from the exposure to the fire retardant, forcing the THC molecules to rearrange themselves in a unique way, and therefore make the Delta-10 THC products that are available today. Okay, let's stop there for a minute. Who's going to take something like this Delta 10 that's been sprayed with fire retardant and the only thing they got out of it was TC Delta 10? But the thing is, though, how do we know there wasn't something else that's in combination with that, you know, that they haven't found just yet? I don't know, adding a chemical to something that's supposed to be natural just doesn't seem right for me. Let's go ahead and get back into this. So how is Delta 10 THC and Delta 10 products produced? Naturally, no one would be enthusiastic about consuming a plant compound that was coated in fire retardant. There you go. And no company in their right mind would even attempt to tell or to sell someone or something like that on the market. But when Delta 10 was discovered, it was determined that it's simply another isomer of Delta 9 as well as CBD, just like Delta-8 is. Isomers are chemical compounds that share the same molecules but in different organizations. What this means is that Delta-10 can be produced can be re, uh, produced with relative ease by taking the cannabinoid compound, which is highly accessible due to its natural abundance in the hemp plant, and simply rearranging the molecules to do re, replicate the sample of Delta-10 discovered by the lab just a short time ago. Because of the discovery of Delta-10, THC extracts are being produced as we speak so it can be used to formulate a whole new type of hemp product. This Delta-10, this includes Delta-10 vape cartridges, gummies, tinctures, wax dabs, and more. Naturally, the methods that are being used are ones that do not introduce any toxic or otherwise harmful products or compounds into the product. 
and have been used in the industry for quite some time under the guidance of experts. Geez, I hope so. Real quick, myself, I haven't used any of these products. I've been just so leery of doing it, but here are the benefits of Delta 10 THC. We will list the Delta 10 THC benefits below. Pain relief, mild increase in the energy, mild increase in mood, appetite stimulant, stress relief, neuroprotective, relaxed, mental euphoria, and motivated. As, as of now, Delta 10 has yet to be analyzed by medical researchers in order to determine its distinctive properties and Delta 10 benefits, such as ones pertaining to mood, pain, and other functions of the body. All that we can say for now is that Delta 10 is a cannabinoid, which means that it is utilized by the body's um, endocannabinoid system in, manner, in a manner similar to other cannabinoids like CBD and Delta 8 to regulate specific bodily processes by binding to cannabinoid receptors. We are fairly sure that within a year or so, there will be studies emerging on its particular uses that set it apart from other cannabinoids. The other thing is that we may have, that you may have guessed, is that Delta 10 is psychoactive. Just like the other THC compounds that occur in cannabis, also there is a good chance that it works on similar cannabinoid receptors in the nervous system to offer specific effects to our cognitive state emotional state, and potentially, uh, potentially our pain levels as well. Yeah, it looks nice. they got some good flavors here. they got a Hawaiian flair, a Maui Waui, ice cream cookies, Hawaiian flair. Man, man, they got, looks like they got some baked cartridges already out. But again, you know, it, it, it all relies on us. If we want to take this product now or wait until more comes out. But... You know, if it was me, I would probably start at 8 or 10, or 8 or 9, and then work myself up. So, despite the lack of evidence about its particular properties, beyond its psychoactive effects, we can definitely offer some educated guesses about its benefits based on what we know about the manipular nature of this compound, combined with what we've learned here from its earliest users. One thing that many cannabinoids share is common with another is pain-relieving properties, which can mainly from the work that cannabinoids do to help cannabinoid receptors regulate pain sensitivity pertaining to the nervous system as well as anti-inflammatory properties. As Delta-8 THC and Delta-10 THC seem to be hugely similar on a molecular level, which pertains to the properties of the cannabis, there is reason to believe that Delta-10 could be just as useful for pain as Delta-8 or 9. Based on the study length above, it is safe to say that Delta-10 possibly offers more neuroprotective properties and appetite-boosting properties as well, which is likely due to its structural similarities to Delta-8, Delta-9, and CBD, which are all known for having these products in particularly potent way. To make things a bit more concise, 
Let's break down the main potential properties that users can experience when taking Delta 10. So what about potential side effects? This deal has not been fully researched. There you go. But based on what we know about THC as a category of cannabis, we have a couple likely guesses. Me, I don't work with guesses. I work with, you know, what's true and what's not. But let's go on here. Delta 10, the side effects. Now, these you really need to listen to. Number one, getting too high. Because psychoactive Delta 10's high, while typically described as pleasant and certainly milder than that of marijuana, could be too much for people who are unfamiliar with the type of intoxicating situation or sensation. Exceptionally high doses could lead to feeling of paranoia and anxiety, which has happened to me before, and I'll tell you that in here in a minute. And these symptoms could also occur among someone who is inherently overly sensitive to cannabinoids. Now, let me regress here one second. I, I had um, some cannabinoids uh, pills that were given to me. They were, they were small pills, and they were only 10 milligrams. So I'm thinking, okay, well, I might not let's just take two because I'm feeling really bad, and I don't feel well at all. Well, that was the biggest mistake I made because I wasn't used to the euphoria and anxiety issues that you deal with, and I already have anxiety. So when I put, when I took those, about an hour later, I was so paranoid. I was so, I had so much anxiety, I couldn't breathe because I was making myself that way. I was really lightheaded, didn't know what to do. It felt like my heart was racing. Finally, I, I had my daughters call the uh, paramedics. They came and checked everything out on me and said that my breathing and my oxygen levels are fine. It was just that I was having anxiety issues because I've never felt this before. Let me tell you, the pain was gone, of course. But the um, paramedics went outside. They said they would wait around just for a little bit. They had some paperwork to do. And when they came back in, it, it was starting to die down somewhat. I was able to breathe a lot um, slower and being able to control my breathing. But... When they came back in, they did some um, calculations of how much I took, and they said it was five times more than the amount I should have taken. <laughs> oh, man. I was Oh, that was crazy. See what I mean? You just don't know. You have to be very careful. Don't take the amount. Now I'm down to only like half the tablet, and that does, you know, that does fine for me right now. So, But just be careful. That's all I'm trying to say with this story. All right, number two. Headaches. Similar to Delta 9 THC and even Delta 8 THC at high doses, Delta 10 has a chance to give give a headache to those who take moderately large doses of Delta 10 products. Otherwise, it is very likely to get headaches from high quality Delta products, Delta 10 products that you can find on trusted online 10 stores as a a binoid. Number three, dry mouth, dry eyes, and lightheadedness. These three symptoms are common among those with lower tolerance to THC in general and are absolutely not cause for concern, but can be temporarily unpleasant in a mild way. Dry eyes and mouth come from the cannabinoid's effect on moisture levels pertaining to these areas of the body. While light, lightheadedness 
can result from a short-lived decrease in blood pressure that wears off with the other effects of the compound. We need more data and information to understand other pos possible Delta-10 THC side effects. However, for now, Delta-10 looks like another quality hemp-derived uh, compound in the future. Delta-10 will have more studies and information from consumers. For now, these are standard side effects from what we see. And again, I'll make sure that this um, web page that I'm reading right now will be um, posted on my Facebook page. And it also talks about uh, Delta 10 and Delta 9. So you'll have all that information right there for you. So as you can see right there, they only have three known effects right now that, you know, what um, TC could do, what the effects are. So, you know, that's why you need to be very careful because they don't know the whole thing about this product just yet. But this, uh, where can I buy Delta 10 products online? We know that by now, you're probably dying to get your hands on some Delta 10 products. No, even though this cannabinoid is brand new, it is starting to find its way onto the market as companies are more than eager to share it with him and do it exist. Therefore, you are currently purchased Delta 10 at trusted places like this website here that I'm on right now. But here's a disclaimer, still be mindful that the same rules apply to shopping for Delta 10 that apply to shopping CBD and Delta 8. Always look for lab tests, which indicate that the Delta 10 has been tested for authenticity, purity, and other important factors that indicate quality. Only buy Delta 10 from a brand that you know and trust. Since Delta 10 is in high demand and short supply during this early stage, you may end up finding companies selling fake Delta 10 more than you would find companies selling other types of illegitimate hemp products. For example, this uh, company here is a large trusted online store that many customers buy Delta 10 and Delta 8 TC products from. So over the next few months, we expect the Delta 10 will be an accessible cannabinoid on the market as it's already getting a, quite a bit of buzz. And many companies are currently testing out the Delta 10 formulas that they can wait, can't wait to add to their shelves. So, is Delta 10 GHC legal? Where is Delta 10 illegal? Delta 10 THC is, as of now, Delta 10 THC is as, as of now legal in all states in which Delta 8 is THC is legal. Delta 10 and Delta 8 are currently illegal in 11 states. Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Colorado, Delaware, Idaho, Iowa, Mississippi, Montana, Rhode Island, and Utah. What does this mean that if you live in one of these 11 states, you cannot legally purchase or possess any amount of Delta 10? So how is Delta 10 THC different from Delta 8 THC and Delta 9 THC? And this is what we want to get into right here. Delta 10 is Pacific cannabinoid, and so it will not behave identically to either Delta 8 or 9. The way in which it, it is processed by the body is unique due to a specific molecular composition 
While we cannot describe the type of high it produces firsthand, we can refer to people. The only way that they can tell other is by having a few people who have already tried it. That's how they find out. Already, Delta 10 is being described as the energizing version of Delta 8. It's kind of weird that they need Delta 9 out so far. As Delta 8's effect mimic an indica, which is more calming properties, Delta 10 would be considered to behave like a sativa, offering some type of mental buzz and potential boost in creativity, motivation, energy, and sociability. As of now, this information is purely and undonable, but pretty much universally described among its few users. Another thing to note is that, like Delta 8, Delta 10 seems to be noticeably milder than Delta 9 in terms of its intoxicating effects. Delta 8 is reported to be about 70% as psychoactive as Delta 9. And Delta 10 may end up being the same based on users of experience. In other words, Delta 10 may offer the type of high described above without the stronger effects of a powerful marijuana strain, which could induce paranoia and anxiety in some, while potentially interfering greatly with mental clarity. Did you notice that there was nothing really said about Delta 10 or 9? I think they were just in a hurry to make that Delta 9, and THC was working fine, so... Alright, let's move on. Is Delta 10 THC going to be as popular as Delta 8? See what I mean? We do not... Uh, we do predict that Delta 10 will be as popular as Delta 8. Like we said, Delta 10 and Delta 8 seem to be served to distinctive purposes in a way that's similar to Sativa versus Indica strain based on the effects of each cannabinoid. There are a lot of people who seek out the effects that Delta 10 reportedly offers, and with the huge popularity of Delta 8, we can't imagine Delta 10 not being as accessible among those who want a less calming and more buzzing type of THC experience, while still enjoying milder effects that are associated with marijuana. Additionally, Delta 10 is described as having a higher mental euphoria and high compared to Delta 8 THC, which for many, this is a big advantage of Delta 10. To get the same clean effects or benefits, but with the higher mental euphoria. So, if our predictions are right, by the end of the year, Delta 10 will be enormously profitable. We also suspect that the most popular way to take Delta 10 will be vaping it, in the form of pre-filled Delta 10 vape cartridges. As this is, has proven to be the case with Delta 8, Expect then to see a lot of Delta 10 cartridges being sold on the market by your favorite companies. Now let's answer some questions that we are certain you are wondering about. Can I fail a drug test after using Delta 10 THC? We now know certainly that Delta 9 THC does not result in a positive result. And this is because the cannabinoids causes the body to produce an enzyme called THC-COOH, which is easily identified in a person's urine. We also have a better idea that consuming Delta 8 yields the same enzyme in the body, in lesser concentrations. 
but still high enough to result in a failed drug test if taken in standard doses or taken frequently. You know, these are just their thoughts on it. I wouldn't, I, you know, until I have some better news or some better, um, I guess, questions on this product or answers, I would, I would just suspect that anything that has THC or CBD is going to, is going to affect your test in some way. So therefore, is it safe to say the same about Delta Chin THC? Being a form of a cannabinoid, it is hard to doubt that taking Delta Chin could cause you to fail the drug test. This means that before taking Delta Chin, you need to make sure that you won't be tested by your employer anytime soon, see? Overall, unfortunately, Delta 10 THC will trigger a drug test, just like Delta 8. So I knew it. You need to be careful. Is Delta 10 THC safe? As of now, there have been no studies on the safety of Delta 10 THC. However, there is zero reason to believe that Delta 10 could be any less safe than could be any less safe than Delta 8 or 9. Ultimately, cannabinoids are non-toxic to the human body and not linked with any serious common side effects. Delta 10 is likely uh, behaves in a higher similar manner when consumed. So here's a few more safety uh, tips for you. Can I drive under after taking Delta 10? You cannot legally drive when an intoxicating substance is active in your body. And therefore, you cannot drive when you are high on Delta 10. Treat Delta 10 and other THC cannabinoids similar to alcohol. You would be under the influence. Types of Delta 10 THC products to try. As of now, the market does not offer a diverse area array of products. But already, we are beginning to see Delta 10 vape cartridges, disposable vapes, tinctures, and gummies emerging from various hemp brands such as this company here. We can accurately, accurately assume that Delta 10 will come into the same forms as other, as other hemp-based products, including besides the above-mentioned flour, capsules, dabs, topical solutions, and even pure distillates. However, we suggest buying Delta 10 products online from this one company here. You will also see a plethora of products that combine Delta 10 with other cannabinoids like CBD, Delta 8, CBN, and CBG, as well as Delta 10 products enhanced with terpene, I guess it's called, profiles so that you can purchase various strains with which to enjoy the unique effects of Delta 10. On the website here it says, uh, Delta 10 THC is about to explode on the scene, and now you're, you're ahead of the curve with a great grasp on what this cannabinoid is and what it's capable of. That being said, make sure to keep a lookout for the products that are going to emerge over the next few months or weeks so that you can try the amazing compound as soon as it's available. And that's it. That's all there is to it. Like I said, I'll be posting all this information on my Facebook page. Also, I want to make sure that you understand that this company that's... Um, that I wrote all this information from, they are not an affiliate of mine, and they are not representing me in any way. So I just wanted to leave that with you also. Don't forget, I do have affiliates of those that you can uh, choose from. 
I try to post as many as I can. If there's any products or things that they would need or you need, would be great. If you could help support this podcast, it'd be awesome. I'm trying to do a lot more things. I'd like to do a lot more things, but, you know, sometimes the money just isn't there. But this episode's run pretty long, so what I do want to say is you guys have a great weekend coming up, and you have a great week. Take care of yourselves. Get out and enjoy as much of the sun and people as much as you can. Because I know it's hard when you're sitting at home and all that's on your thoughts is your pain. So please, just do that. Until then, I will talk to you next week. Bye. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.